Now let's get into the Word of God for our special day today being Christmas. I've entitled my message today, The Gospel of Christmas. The Gospel of Christmas. And my subtopic is, let's go back to the true spirit of Christmas. Returning and going back to the true spirit of Christmas. My main text today, I'm reading Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to verse 15. And we're going to read the entire passage because all the things we want to talk about to understand and understand and get and capture the gospel of Christmas, the good news about Christmas is entailed in that verse. We are taking this after chapter 1 was there. In chapter 1, we know John the Baptist introduces his ministry and also introduces Christ who's coming after him. Now, we are picking this in the middle in Luke chapter 2, verse 8 to 15. And let's read. And there were shepherds living out in the fields nearby, keeping watch over the flock at night. And an angel of the Lord appeared to them. And the glory of the Lord shone around them, and they were terrified. But the angel of the Lord said to them, Do not be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be to all that will be for all the people. Today in the town of David, a savior has been born. He is Christ the Lord. This will be a sign to you. You will find a baby wrapped in clothes and lying in a manger. Suddenly, a great company of heavenly hosts appear with the angel praising God and saying, Glory to God in the highest and on earth peace to, all, to men on whom his favor rests. When the angels had left them and gone into heaven, the shepherds said to one another, let's go to Bethlehem and see this thing that, happened, that has happened, which the Lord has told us about. May the Lord bless the reading of his word. Now let's look at how we encounter Christmas. How we encounter Christmas. In Luke chapter 2, verse 11, which we have just read, it says today, meaning in the past, in the town of David, a savior has been born to you. He is Christ the Lord. Now the Bible tells us that a savior was born. And he was born to you. He was born for us. He was born for our sake. He was born for our benefit. He was born for our upliftment. He was born for our growth. He was born for our restoration. He was born for our empowerment. He was born for our, our reconciliation with God. He was born to you and to me. In the birth of Christ, nobody is excluded. In a world where people are looked at according to class, according to background, and people determine whether to include them or exclude them, God does not work that way. He looks at all of us in the generosity of his grace. And he says to us, a savior is born to you. You are so special that a savior came for you. 
in the midst of the billions of the people who are around here on earth, in the midst of your uniqueness as a child of God, a Savior has been born just to you. The verse we have read is a declaration that the promised Messiah has already come. We are not waiting for him to come. So Christmas is a celebration of a savior who has already arrived. It is a celebration that God sent a savior, a deliverer, but he's not just a deliverer. He, he forgives sins. He purifies us from sins. He renews us from our sinfulness. Once you come into contact with this gift called Savior, Deliverer, Christ the Lord, you are never going to be the same again. When he finds you in your sins, he does not condemn you. He loves you too much. He forgives you your sins. You must just accept his forgiveness. He does not only leave you forgiven, he purifies you from the consequences of sinfulness. Because sin destroys, sins distorts, sins disfigure, physically, spiritually, mentally. It makes a mess in your life. But he comes, he cleans, and he purifies. Not only does he clean and purify, he renews. He renews. He restores the image that was there in the beginning when he created Adam and Eve. He creates the beauty of who you are in your spirit, in your flesh, in your mind. So that when you walk, you walk in the fullness of the glory of the beauty of Christ. Christmas is a celebration that we have been delivered from the power of sin and the power of Satan. Satan does not have to control us anymore. We have been delivered. We are no longer his subjects. We are the subjects of the kingdom of God. We have been set free from sin. Sin does not have to have dominion over us. We are no longer people who are working for sin. We are people who are overcoming sin, working for God. We are welcoming Christmas that is bringing a salvation that has been orchestrated by God through the promised gift of Jesus Christ, the Messiah. This salvation does not come from men. This salvation could not be brought through chickens, through goats that were sacrificed. This salvation has been brought through the eternal Lamb of God. The lamb that was tested at all points but found to be without spot and wrinkle. Oh, we have been cleansed by the blood. Oh, by the blood of this lamb that has triumphed over sin. Though tempted at all sides, never succumbed to sin. So that you and me may live in the freedom of living according to the will of God. As those whom God is pleased with. David Jeremiah says... All the Christmas presents in the world are worth nothing without the presence of Christ. Do you have the presence of Christ in your life? 
It is not the expensive gifts, the expensive holiday, the expensive celebration. They matter. But they matter only in this life. But the presence of God brings life that is balanced. Life to the fullest. Life that is holistic. Life as God wants you to have it. We must crave to have the life of God in us. So in Christmas, we know that the promise of life that God has given to us that is eternal life has been fulfilled in the promise of Christ. So even though we are going to live eventful life, challenging life, dramatic life, thank God we have eternal life through Christ. Because of Christ, having come into our life, we have been delivered through his life. How did he live? He lived for us to heal, to affirm the oppressed. He lived for us to bring unity to those who were rejected. He lived amongst us and lived a life of victory so that we may look at his example and model our life after him. He lived a life through his ministry. Through his ministry, we see salvation. That as human beings, we are not supposed to live in our selfish interests, but we must live according to the will and the purpose of God. That we are here on earth to be a blessing, not only to take blessing. We are here to make a difference. We are here to bring hope. We are here to bring reconciliation. We are here to preach the gospel to those who are not saved, that they may come to the knowledge of God. We are here to speak to the frustrated, that there is God who takes depression. There's God who heals the brokenhearted. There's God who is there to lift all out of their burdens. We accept this salvation through his death because he went on the cross and when he was on the cross all the sins we have committed and that we are going to be committed in the eternal past he took them on him so that me and you can walk in the righteousness of God being justified not by works but being justified through Christ that when we stand before the presence of God he looks at us he says, because of Christ, I accept you, not guilty, not guilty. And I restore you to that right place of having the right hand of fellowship with me. And more than that, he brings the crown and seals our salvation with the baptism of the Holy Ghost. We accept this salvation through his resurrection. That he died, but thank God today his grave is empty. Because he triumphed over death, sickness, and disease. He's seated on the right hand of the Father, forever praying for us. That is why when we go through struggles, even when we have not prayed, he's forever praying for us. He's our eternal intercessor. He says the right prayers. He knows the right scriptures. He knows the right promises. Then when we see coincidences, they are not coincidences. They are answered prayers to the Savior, the Deliverer, the Most High God, the Lord our rock, the Lord our strong tower, the Lord our hiding place. Forever praying for us. Even when the devil has cornered us, we are paizu satan, masbona sipunyuga. 
That is the reason he has come. And we have not to, we don't have to look elsewhere for a savior. I like what Prophet Samuel says when, when he's overwhelmed by this truth. In 2 Samuel chapter 22, verse 47, he said, The Lord lives. Through COVID, the Lord lives. Through unemployment, the Lord lives. Oh, through oppression, the Lord lives. Through struggles, through pain, through sickness and disease. He lives for you to be healed. He heals, he lives for you to find your hope that your dreams can work again. He lives. The Lord lives. You must experience God as a living God. He's not the God of the dead. He's the God who lives. He's the God who's alive. That is why you must live in the hope of the, of the possibilities that God lives. I might not have money today, but tomorrow I will be alive. There is hope for the living and the Lord lives. He lives to be my provider. He lives to open a door where there is no way. He lives to heal me. He lives to encourage me. He lives to use me for his glory. Even though I'm down, I will stand up. Because the righteous may fall seven times. But because he lives, they will be raised with the resurrection life. Live to hope. Live to, 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 to restoration. Live to victory. Then he says, not only does he live, when he look at the Lord who lives, he said, blessed be my rock. You have no curse. You are standing next to the blessed rock. The rock of ages. Oh, the one who's the same yesterday, today, and forever. He, he's a blessed rock. He's the rock. He's your foundation. If you're standing on the blessed rock, your future is blessed. Your family is blessed. Your life is blessed. No weapon formed against you will prosper. You are blessed. You are secured. You are covered. He looks at the living God. He looks at the blessed rock. And what does he do? He said, let the Lord be exalted. Oh, may the Lord be bigger than your problem. May the Lord be bigger than your frustration. May the Lord be bigger than your discouragement. May the Lord be bigger than the devils that are haunting you. May the Lord be bigger than your debt. May the Lord be bigger than your oppressors. May the Lord be exalted. He's the King of Kings. He's the Lord of Lords. He's the creator. He's the redeemer. He's the one who never lies. He watches over his word and he performs it. When he looks at the Lord who lives, when he looks at the Lord who is blessed, when he has praised and exalted the Lord, he comes back, he personalizes it. He says, he's the rock 
of my, 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 my salvation. Experience him as the rock of your salvation. Not somebody else's salvation. Your salvation. Not your mother's salvation. Your salvation. Not your friend's salvation. Your salvation. It's personal. It's personal. When you go through problems, it's personal. The Lord is your salvation. He will deliver you. He will rescue you. He will provide for you. He is your salvation. He always comes through for you. I like what Rick Warren says. Rick Warren says, through salvation, our past have been forgiven. So don't take me where my past has been dealt with. That's when Satan has papella sometimes. As kumbuze go to spulamo. Bes chola nobani spuza ganja. That's the past. Besi chonta ganja and si pribe ganja. That's the past. Don't take me there. I don't belong there. I have moved on. I have moved on from glory to glory, from blessing to blessing, from faith to faith. Don't take me to the past. Don't take me to a life of stagnancy. You are stagnant in your memory, but I'm not stagnant. I'm, I'm alive with possibilities. In him I live and move and have my being. Leave the devil where he last met you. Leave your enemies where they last met you. In a place of frustration, in a place of criticism, in a place of scandals. But you have been forgiven. You have moved with a cloud of forgiveness. You have moved with a cloud of hope. You have moved with a cloud of renewal. He continues to say, our present is given meaning. And our future is secured. We don't walk about as people who are pointless. Our life makes a point. Our life has a mark for God. We are here for a reason. We live for growth. We live for purpose. That when we meet people, we leave them better. We don't leave them in a bad way. When we pass around this world, we are going to live in an improved world. We are going to live in a hopeful world. We are going to live a loving world. Because God has allowed us to pass through it. Our presence has meaning. And our future is guaranteed. Guaranteed. God has your back. He knows the amount of money you will need for your lifetime. He has made provision. He knows the demons that you have to face. You have enough anointing to break every yoke that comes your way. God has more people who love you than your haters. Don't be, don't be, don't be obscured in your life. Don't be obsessed in your life by your haters. There is more people that God has in store who are there to uplift you, to encourage you, to cheer you up into the blessedness of God.
what is the consequence? What is the consequence of the arrival of the Savior? Things have never been the same since the Savior has passed on here. You are never the same since this. But some of you, you still think and preserve your life pre-salvation. You are living in post-salvation. Your life is post your sins, post your rejection, post your failures. You are saved by the grace of God. You were once a sinner, but thank God now you are a saved sinner. You have too much grace. That is more than enough for you. What is the consequence? Number one, it is the realization of a salvation that brings great joy. Not just joy, great joys. Luke 2.10 says, The angel said to them, Don't be afraid, for I bring you good news of great joy that will be for all people. You see, Christ is the only one who brings rapturous gladness amid your trials, your tests, your struggles, and your pains in your context. A.B. Simpson says, it is his joy that remains in us that makes us to be full of joy or to be joyful. circumstances. They will have a life that is bonus free. We will see the joy temperature. We will see the joy gauge. Our joy gauge is not circumstantial. It is not happiness that depends on happenings. It is joy because Jesus in us is at work to bring assurance. Don't worry about anything. I have you covered. Look at the birds of the air. They don't work, they don't toil, but they have food. When the birds wake up in the morning, they have a song of praise. I like what the psalmist says in Psalms 21 verse 6. 
And I agree with him. When he speaks about God and he sings a song to God, he says, surely, you have granted him, talking about us, talking about Christ, eternal blessings. And have made him glad with the joy of your presence. We are happy because we are in the presence of God. Ah. Oh, the presence of God. That is why Moses says, God, don't take us from here. And tell us about the world that is having milk and honey. But you are sending us there. And you don't go with us. We see the milk and the honey. We want the milk and the honey. We want houses to live in that we have never built. We want vineyards to enjoy that we have never built. But God, don't take us there. Unless, unless you come with us. I don't need any vineyard without God. I need a vineyard with God. I need a house with God. I need milk and honey, powerful grocery with God. Because people have discovered that they have all these things, but God is not there. There's no pleasure, there's no satisfaction, there's no appetite. There's no contentment. There's still greed for more. Because God is not there. How privileged are you that God sent Jesus that you can accept him as your Lord and your Savior. That even if you have not accepted him today, you must question yourself that you have all these things, but you are running short of the presence of God. So it means you are not complete. At the end of the service, I'm going to give you a chance that you may receive the full package. The joyfulness that God gives us, it brings victory for us in the midst of tribulation. We are not spared from the pains of the world. But one thing for sure, God helps us to withstand and overcome terrible experiences Psalms 28 verse 7 the psalmist says the Lord is my strength the Lord is my shield we have learned during COVID that human power goes through load shedding Human power. Both the believer and the unbeliever. You know, there are certain facts that have been established. That sometimes in this arrogance and pride of being self-made people, trying to live away from our creator. Goodness You are stubborn and only self-respect. 
Marwatiba. Your power is taking you nowhere. Yeah. We have seen in families how people have been beaten. Beaten. Sadly, beaten. Abused. Yeah. And nobody was there to protect you. All of a sudden, this love bubble. This love bubble. Yeah. Never swankel about post or social media. Elernali evidence. Why don't you talk to social media? They will become a fact to you that you need God. There's been many love bubbles. Love bubbles. Love bubbles. Antipantibara Shainel. Kale Rato Lamutu. There is a point where human love cannot sustain you. Because the same person you want to love you is frustrated and stressed. You are expecting a sick person to heal you. The Lord is our strength. We are not standing because we are smarter than anybody. We are not alive because we live healthier lifestyles. We have lost runners. Runners. Fit people. No cholesterol. COVID. Strong. Healthy. Healthy lifestyle. Healthy choices. Painfully, we buried them. Painfully. People were close to us. The Lord. The Lord is our strength. The Lord is our shield. We ask Kusela. He protects us. He guides us. Yesterday I was reading an article and I've been reading it over and over again this week because they've been posting it and reposting it. I think Doc will, will, will confirm what I'm saying. They are saying 70, more than 70% of us, but the minimum is 70% of us, we had contact with COVID. They're saying all of us. So amongst us, 70% of the population had COVID. But you didn't even see the consequences of it. You walked through the valley of the shadow of death. And the Lord became your shield. You know, do you know where is the evidence? Do you know where is the evidence? Some of you, you are not aware. All the big metros, there's specialists and clinicians who are, who are testing the sewerage twice a week, Monday and a Wednesday, and they compare results. And they compare against people who have tested. And they, that's why they are confirming what we are saying. 
So when they were checking the sewage of this metro, there's the facts are there. Go and read them. They're saying 70% of us who lived in this metro walked through. You know why? You didn't even know because you were asymptomatic. You didn't even know. You might have lived with others and infected them detrimentally, but you didn't know. But the Lord covered you. What is the consequence of this salvation? Number two, the birthing of God's peace for our sake. There's no currency that can buy you peace. There's no luxury and protection and security that can guarantee you peace. Luke 2.14 says, Glory in the highest. All glory about peace belong to God who is the highest. Then it says, and on earth peace to all men on whom his favor rests. Peace is God's favor. Peace. Peace. You enjoy peace because you are highly favored. But there's been many storms. There's been many storms. Storms financially. Storms spiritually. Storms in our family. Storms in our society. I mean, even the parties that used to govern in some of the municipalities we're living in, they had their storms. Things are not the way they used to be. Everybody has faced their storm. Politicians face their storm. Even the ones who are, who are ruling now. How are you coalition. 2%. 32%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 2%. 
turmoil. Quand on fait, nous allons nous pousser pour. Baba Marona, ne réglez du plein ticket, pas refiler du voucher. Irwai sebe disa, hufitla om di krom. Bar haruba atli Amerika, haruba atli Dubai, haruba atli kaikai, om ni krom. Temoil. Arasa kona ushain. Kau feller poster le teben, ne reignat teben. Residis at Debe. Neritz have our post at Debe. Remata New York. New York. Because you no longer go to New York. Your peace has been disturbed. Because you live for fun. And you don't live for God. You live for things that are temporary. You have no value for eternal things. You may not go to Dubai. You may not go wherever. But you have your family. Be thankful. Be thankful. Tensions. Who na manya manta basas bullies? Who kwate lengoba wena ukonukteli tizi le moteniako? Who kwate? Ena is ubalicious. No, I love Uber. Use Uber. But there's people who feel poverty to use Uber. I'm telling you. So what can tell other people who are making it in the midst of trouble? Prosperity will not always help you support us. And sometimes your prosperity is just common sense that God gives you. During the time of plenty, you were not calavanti. You are as wise as Joseph. You saved for the seven years of famine. There won't be many claps on that. Confusion. Confusion. People are confused about their values. Bazalan, when there's darkness, when there is death around you, when there is instability and insecurity everywhere around you, you must have your anchor. But people don't have their anchor. It's good, many of us, we recovered in our prayer life during this time. But that prayer life, you must retain it. It is a lifestyle. Some people learn faith in a crisis. But you don't learn faith in the crisis. The Bible says, the just shall live by faith. Some of people are in confusion because their relationships have been tested. And they did not survive. Lonely. 
isolated. Because you thought people love you. They were there for your status. They were there for your things. They were there for your visibility. They did not love you as a person. Real peace is with God. Peace comes from God. And when God gives us peace, it's peace with him. Peace with one another. And peace within ourselves in Christ. Ephesians 2.14 says, For he himself, he is our peace. Who has made two one and has destroyed the barrier, the dividing wall of hostility. You see, the peace of God helps you not to be always fighting people. But alone it's unnecessary to be troubled people who are already troubled. Whether one to medicine or how to medicine, I'm not God. Some of you have not greeted God in the morning. So sometimes you meet people who are angry, they don't greet you. They don't. You are in the same WhatsApp group with God. Chill. They have not spoken to their creator, their provider, their redeemer, their savior. They woke up with a bad attitude. So don't be there to criticize and fight people you don't know what they are fighting. Be compassionate. Move on. Move on. Be compassionate and move on. Have other better things to spend your energy or attention. Rather pray for them. You know what? It's a it's a mission. To restore relationships. Sonso phone never to apologize. Hey man, hey hey, asitlangan. I am from Gubon. Sonso be mo kochipi umlandele tengane na ma gifti umbne gati nom nomongai letter. We as ngengela ngengeng Gubon. Us tobe until agniga a chance. Upege upege upege. After Saga Puza, I'm a cold drink, I'm a ninga patalalua. Then from there, you are reconciled. Pasaron, who be there to walk away? Just walk away. Walk away. Hashtag undies. You argue undies. You hate undies. Thomas Watson, Watson testifies, if God be our God, he will give us peace in trouble. When there is a storm without, he will make peace within. The world can create trouble in peace, but God can create peace in trouble.
Let me close with this one. Number three. The consequence of this salvation through Christ is the restoration of our shared humanity and a family spirit. But alone, divisions are not necessary. Christmas is about us ending our divisions. In Luke 2.10, the scripture says, the angel said to them, plural, them. The message was to them, plural. Your salvation is incomplete when your relationships are not right with others. It says, don't be afraid. I bring you good news of great joy that will be for who? All the people, even the ones you don't like, even the ones with attitude towards you, even the ones who are jealous against you. You don't want good lava zama about clothes. But there are those you prefer. Let me remind you, even those you don't like, even those you don't favor, you share common humanity with them. We are all children of God. We are all human. We are all family. So the good news is to all humans in our diversity. They treat you well, they greet you well, they ask the right questions. But there's other people who are in this equation, in this ecosystem that God has created. Who are the ones who motivate your maturity? They ask the wrong question. They say the wrong statements at the wrong time. They observe the negative than the positive. And you are always upset when they are around. You share the common DNA. Yeah. You share it with them. Sharon Salzberg says, if we stretch ourselves to open our minds, to see our shared humanity with others, we allow ourselves to see the existence of community and the generosity in unexpected places. There's nobody who's supposed to be lonely when there's so many people. You've got too much love to give. But your life is so worthy to receive love in turn. Let's break barriers, Bazalon. Let's break barriers. We are the church of God. If we can tolerate one another here on earth, love one another here on earth. For eternity, imagine eternity. Into your face. At least more we gather once a week. 
and you can choose if you see and move in a different direction. In heaven, I'm in your presence for eternity. You can't ghost me. Galatians chapter 4. When the right time came, God sent his son, born of a woman, subject to the law. God sent him to buy freedom for us who were slaves to the law so that we could be adopted at his, as his very own children. God saves us to make us one mega family. In accepting Christ, you have been made a child of God and you belong to the children of God. Not only are you a child of God, you are a liberated child of God to live in the fullest of the possibility of eternal life. Let's pray. Father, we thank you for who you are. We thank you for Christmas, oh God. That this gospel is the gospel of Christmas. That you say you send a savior for us. And here we are. Lord, I pray for the blessing of this word on everybody here. On everybody on social media and other platforms that we're using, oh God. Who's connecting and fellowshipping with us. I pray that the gospel of Christmas, the very core, the encounter with Christ the Savior, the Redeemer, may be real for your people, oh God. In the name of Jesus. I pray that your eternal presence may be with people. Henceforth, oh God, even beyond Christmas, that we may know that in you we live and have our entire being, oh God. I thank you, Lord. As we have our eyes closed, every head bowed, I'm going to make a prayer. Even those who are following us on social media, I'm going to give you an invitation. If you are here in this place, you have not received Jesus in your life as your Lord and your Savior. You say, Pastor, pray for me. I want to receive Jesus. I want my life to be complete by having Christ as my Savior and my Deliverer. If you are here, just show me by raising your hand wherever you are. I'll pray for you. Anybody? Just quickly raise your hand. I see there's a hand at the back there. Anybody else? Just raise your hand. I'd like to pray for you. I see, I see another hand this side. Keep those hands up. I see those hands. I see those hands. Keep those hands up. I'm going to pray for you. Keep, keep those hands up. Even those who are in our churches who are streaming, you can just raise your hand where you are. The pastors who are there will help you. Just raise your hand wherever you are. I'm going to pray for you and keep those hands up. Father, we thank you for all the people who have raised their hands to receive Christ in their lives. Even those who are following us on social platforms, oh God, through the social media, I pray that the power of salvation may be real for them, oh God. That Jesus, the gift of Christmas, the reason behind Christmas, may be real in their lives, oh God. In Jesus' name, amen.